When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley. Thank you so much for uh, choosing the, the Shrewsbury Biscuit today. You made a great choice, and uh, we're going to get you through uh, the next hour um, just chatting. Uh, and today, I want to say a huge thank you to to, to Verity Jane uh, and, to, and, and to Loren Stokes as well from um, a podcast that we did um, as we as we come to it just last night. Um, and uh, as, we, as I'm recording now, what is that fuzzing? Is that my phone? Ooh. Yes, it was my phone. There we go. You maybe you got that on the podcast, maybe you didn't. My phone was doing some mad stuff. Yeah, that podcast was very, very positive, very good. Um, I really enjoyed speaking to those ladies, absolute warriors, and they've inspired me. Um, I think I put something on Facebook about sometimes you need reminding that what you do is important and and what you do is good, and that was definitely one of those experiences um, because giving people a voice to talk about. And their passions and their lives is is incredible. So thank you to those ladies. A really, really good experience. And today um, I'm switching to something that's quite important to me. Um, my wife is South American, and um, you know there are certain things about South American culture um, and and British culture that are differing. And um, you know I've been over to Colombia and seen it, and uh, you know I've, it's it, it is it is completely different. And uh, I've got somebody here to help me talk about it today and about. I think one of the conduits, the one of those things that we can use to bring people together, and that is food. So from Pueblo uh, Artisan Foods, I've got Franco. Thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Uh, no, thank you, Alec, for for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, I bumped into your your your, your partner um, uh, that you got a market store, and it was in Shrewsbury on the market, and you're selling South American foods, yes, empanadas. Yes. Um, what what foods do you, do you, do you tend to sell? I mean, in general. Well, basically, yes. Is um, we try to be as um, truthful to our origins, which is uh, South American, but basically uh, Argentinian. So it's, it's empanadas. Um, yes. uh, using all our traditional recipes from from different regions in in Argentina, basically. So yes, we try to. Uh, 
to stick with traditions. Yeah. And that's really, really important, isn't it? Because, you know, um, when you're, it's not just you here. There is a, a quite, I think, quite a large South American contingency in Shropshire, isn't there? Yes, yes, it's much more than than I expected. Actually, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm quite uh, quite happy about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've you've you found out that you know food is is really 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 important. You know, because you're so far away from home, as are the community. Yeah. Uh, so it would be nice to like um, <laughs> we whenever somebody goes over to Colombia and comes back, they always bring back yeah. goodies. <laughs> yeah. And one of those is like uh, we have your chocolamo, uh, which is I don't know if you get them in Argentina. It's a little, um, it's an orange packet. It's a little chocolate square cake, and you only get that. I think you can only get them in Colombia. Um, and there's uh, uh, arepas, the, the, the yeah, the, I like that one, and the coffee beans with the chocolate. I like, yeah, yeah. So there's certain <laughs> things that you just can't get over here. And yeah. how do you how do you how do you uh, fill, fill that gap with certain like potatoes you can't get over here, or certain types of flour you can't get over here? How do you fill in those gaps? Well, actually, it's, it's an interesting thing because baking my uh, my partner she's English, so we we come up with the idea of doing something traditional, but. Um, Using Shopshire uh, ingredients. ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, we need to adapt. We need to do some changes, but also adapt. So try to be as traditional as we can, but adapting and trying to help local producers from from the area. That's that so, is really important. I I, yeah, I have huge respect is. to anybody that yeah. does that. You know, because in modern world, uh, especially Shopshire, is it's a lot of community sense in that respect that we we. We enjoy. We realize. Okay, this this is good. This is a, a good good place for doing this. Yeah, and yeah. We found out there was a, a lot of connection, a lot of way of participating and helping each other. And so I think that I think you picked a, a perfect place for it. Shropshire is just like it's got. We talk about it all the time. Oh, Shropshire is amazing, but it really <laughs> is. It's kind of got everything you need. Yeah. Uh, where, where's your Where's your Where's your partner from? Is she Shropshire based or no? She's from Essex actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a funny story while we're here. About if, well, we got time. Uh, yeah. We got time. We got time. How, how, what brings you to Shropshire? Okay, well, no, no. Actually, we were in lockdown in Argentina. I didn't. I read. I read a lot, so I needed a couple of books. So I bought a second-hand book about the uh, Darwin voyage through oh. South America. Wow! And actually, Darwin spent quite a long time in, in Argentina. Uh, so I bought the book, right? And uh, on the on the sleeve of the book say, born in Shrewsbury. So, all right, Shrewsbury. And we're supposed to go to Norwich, which, which is closer to Colchester. Mm. But then, for some reason or another, we couldn't go there. So, where are we going to go? We we're planning to move to England. So, Shrewsbury, check the book, Shrewsbury. No way. So, I start like researching. Oh, this is quite nice because it's like nature. And we start investigating. And then, when we came we, to England, we went to Shrewsbury. I said, okay. So we just because of the book that we're here, we never heard of Shusri. She didn't never heard of Shusri. So that is fantastic. Just for a book, yeah. So she just from the back of a yeah. book. I've got a book here, and it's a, a big shout out to Simon Bell. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I got it. Yeah, last night it's called "Remembering the Holocaust and the Impact of Societies Today," by written by Simon Bell. And the the reason why that is because episode one. All those years ago on the Shoes of Biscuit was with author Simon Bell, and we had the, a conversation about that that topic. So yeah, I opened up a local community podcast about genocide. It was just, oh. <laughs> it, was just it was just like throw the dart. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you, Simon, for getting stuck into a book. Can obviously have amazing consequences. You can yeah. find a new place to live, for example. Uh, yeah, you know, no yeah. books. That's a whole thing about books open up. 
Um, when uh, when you when you first arrived to Shrewsbury, um, were you aware of Darwin around you? Were you kind of surprised by how much there is of him, or was do you think there was like, well, where is Darwin? Like, there's no representation of him here. What was your reaction to it? I think you hit the spot there. I was expecting being such a figure. Yeah. Not like British award. It's not even British. It's worldwide figure. Yeah. I always say, well, this guy needs to be like there on the map, and I I know they're doing things now. Yeah. Uh, the the museum and the house was when I heard that I said, well, that that's yeah. good because it's it's huge. It's huge. Of course, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, we we did say we were going to do some work with uh, with with the house uh, and and get stuck in there. We will do it at some point, yeah. I think, because I think it's really important. You're right; there should be a heritage yeah. center, you know. And I, I think they've got plans there to to do that and to to sort of bring it back. Um, but yeah, the, the, I, I I always talk about Charles Darwin as as. As a, as a, as a, as like the, one of the Salopian sons of Sons of Shrewsbury, you know, and it's true. I mean, I've got my wall behind you there. Uh, that's a, 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 done by uh, Gary Drew. Um, wonderful. It's one of my favourite things I've ever seen, and he gave me a copy of it. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So you end up in Shropshire. Uh, so what was that? First of all, what was the pandemic like in Argentina? Because I know we've got we've got family in Colombia. I've got family in Ireland. We've got friends in America, and it's just different all over the world. Was it really strict there? Was it hard? Was was it quite loose? I mean, what was it like? Yeah. No, what? Yeah, the, the funny thing was strict from the beginning. They want they wanted to. All the news were coming from Italy. Was happening in Europe, and they wanted to to be strict from the beginning. Uh, but they didn't know what uh, was was all about. I guess so. We were like very. In a strict lockdown, uh, without without anything happening, nobody we have like two thousand cases. So it was, yeah. uh, was funny because nobody had COVID, but we're all in lockdown. Uh, the good thing about it is that the weather in Argentina is sunnier. So even if you uh, you're in lockdown, you always have sun and you have a you're in your garden. So yeah. uh, it was I think it was autumn. So we we have time outside uh, was an asset. That's good. That was yeah, quite yeah, important yeah. for a lot of people during that time, that was wasn't it? Space outside, yeah. Um, I was just after a couple of months was long. I guess anybody else was 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 long, was never yeah. ending. And then I came in lockdown in England. So it was a long one. We all suffer in different ways. So Absolutely. I think it was a So how long have you been in Shropshire then? Uh, two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um and in those two years you've developed Artisan, Pueblo uh, artisan foods. Um, so, like, you come here. Uh, was the idea to come here and make food, or what did that come after you moved here? No, no. What, what's the idea? What's no, the was the idea? Yeah, come here and make yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what was the um, the reaction? Not like, straight away when you started making things. Did you? It was a good. Was there a good reaction? Was lots of people coming to you, <laughs> or did it take a, a bit of time to sort of develop? Well, yes, actually, because when we started doing it, we we're coming out of lockdown in England. So remember the first day we were in, in Latlow and we could only trade because we were selling food. That was a, a thing that you could sell. Of course, yeah. 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 Groceries, yeah. Groceries. So there was very few people on the streets. Yeah. So the first time, so, okay, it's nobody on the streets. It's going to go awry. What's going to happen? But yeah, everybody was inside or nobody was going out. So the first couple of months were like funny or strange. Uh, but uh, we got good reception from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, then we start trading shoes free, and we we got a, a sense of yeah, it's something different, and that's what we wanted to. That's our idea. Okay? Yeah. We want to do something different, uh, and we we did a little research. Nothing like that in in, in shoes free. It's not a 
any image of South America, uh, or at least Argentinian, or like a, uh, this is what we do. This is with with certain kind of logo or of image of the brand. And, yeah. uh, We've had a lot of time to think about it. I mean, <laughs> we have a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There and stare at these posters yeah. that you've made. Like. <laughs> That's what. <it's> like. <laughs> <laughs> Can you overplan for something though? For like, I mean, I, I know I certainly I am definitely one who's over-organized, over-designed and over-planned situations and just... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a teamwork. So I, I'm I'm more like, okay, let's go for it. Make it more like, no, let's plan like you, like over-plan. So what's a good balance in the end? But uh, in my sense, I will, on my behalf, just, just, I just want to do it, you know? Yeah, when yeah. You're in lockdown, you can't do anything. Okay, just... Just plan too much. Just, just go for it. But there are there are there are companies. There there are things that started. <laughs> so we launched a, a brand new network. It was a it was a network a podcast network called USUK USUK. We had half a team in the UK and half a team in the US, and All we right. trade content and yeah. talk about you know the, the the differences. And it was fantastic. We had loads of different shows running at the same time, uh, but we started in April. 2020 um <laughs> so it was like and that was the time when every guy and his dog and his wife's dog and his, well, everyone was just making a podcast <laughs> and so we got drowned absolutely drowned and it it was this amazing idea that just got absolutely just you know mullered by what happened i'd also bought a, a mobile studio to take to festivals right which didn't happen. Um, there's, there's just, it affected so many people. Uh, but like when you're starting, you haven't started yet, it must have, that's quite a unique thing, isn't it? Well, it is. And what you say, when these kind of things happen, have the usual negative thing of uh, you can't do something, right? Or not the way you want it to do it. Yeah. But you need to find ways to do it in a different way. Adapt, yeah. So when you need to adapt, you be more creative. So in, in a sense, is could be a positive thing. Yeah. Could help you to say, okay, I, I I need to do this work. Okay, what what I come up with? Can, what can I can do to, to change? Because it's not as what used to be. So the the whole thing is different now. So uh, we had to do that. We have to yeah. adapt. We have to change the idea or change the business in, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when things start picking up, you know, from from that first uh, first attempt at Ludlow. Um, how is it? How do you adapt with, again? Because obviously the volumes of audience may may rise, may drop, and you've got a plan. You know we're in, in a difficult situation now where things are tight. You can't order in too many ingredients and lose money on that. Do you know? Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you work that? Well, it took us like a six months, eight months to to properly understand the business, uh, not to have leftover or how much to order or how. Or you save the food, or all, uh, how to be more efficient, if you want. Yeah. Uh, because it was also we never train in in markets. Yeah, that's the place we started from. So uh, we need to understand the whole thing of mm-hmm. of, of the trade. Um, it took us around six months. Um, and then once once you say, okay, this is more or less how how we are planning to do it. How we how is the best way for us to do is okay. I think we. It's like internally, so that's how we got it. This is how we're gonna do it. This is how much you say, how much you. So yeah, it was was a good feeling when you say, okay, we we got this. Yeah, we got this. You know, we I, got yeah, this. Yeah. I love what you're doing though because um, 
I'm guilty of it, you know, just meeting my wife who's from Colombia and we're going over there and I was like, what's the food like in Colombia? I never, people talk about Mexican food, they talk about Spanish food, Italian food, um, you know, American food, hot dogs. And all this, <laughs> yeah. But like when it comes to Argentinian, um, Chilean or Argentinian food, or yeah. they're the countries that just kind of get, don't get the representation I feel, you know, and trust me, um, uh, there's a, an amazing soup from I, I mean I, I appreciate this Colombia and there's the Argentina yeah. and there's like a huge difference yeah. but like ajiaco uh, as a as a soup is is amazing and lechona do you guys do lechona and it's it's a, we do but in a slightly different way I see the Colombia yeah? uh, Colombia is different yeah, yeah lechona what they do right, <laughs> is they get the pig and they put the, the rice and all the beans and all the yeah, things yeah. in the in the pig and they do like a luau they cook the pig and then they break the pig open and you have put this pork and the rice and the beans and stuff together and it's really really nice how do you guys do it differently we use more beef use beef we <laughs> <laughs> really like beef man. Yeah. Ah, that, that sounds really good though yeah Actually. well though that Argentina food is basically known for steaks and, and wine right yeah. Um, yeah. If you go to London, it's Argentine food or Birmingham, I have steakhouses. Uh, that's what we export the most. Um, wow. Actually, it's something I really miss, to be honest. But, uh, oh. the steak. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing that we speak about massive countries, my country, Argentina, is very big. So that means that you have very different landscape. Each landscape produces different things. Of course, yeah. So if you go to the north, it's more arid, it's more like dry heat, very warm during the day, very cold during the night. So that's, they consume a lot of corn. It's very indigenous traditions. Yeah. So the first habitants of, of the land were in the Spanish, were indigenous. So all the recipes come from them. So we want to show that. If you go to central Argentina, it's more like beef, it's more... Uh, yeah, it's more... Like cattle farms. Ca- and, exactly. Yeah. It's like shop shops kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, so what they... Eat is different from the north. So in our empanadas, in, in the case we try to show all the different regions and the, what they used to harvest and what they still harvest there. So all the food have a, have a connection from the people and the land. So in that sense, if we want to represent the people from the indigenous background, like northern Argentina, Bolivia, or in Peru, uh, we need to use certain ingredients. And we want to be truthful to that. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, so that's basically what, uh, in our case, empanadas is varied a lot because we, uh, it's in such a big country, you have very different ways of, of, of yes, using feelings, for example. The yeah. feelings are very different. So uh, that's what, what is uh, the richness of the food, I guess. The, and South American food is just so good. You've got to remember, folks, that you listen to this, South America is responsible for some of the key ingredients that we use in food today. <laughs> we went to, we went, we went um, in Bruges a few years ago. Uh, Timmy was a baby. <laughs> uh, and uh, we went to a potato museum. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be hilarious about potatoes. But I learned so much about <laughs> potatoes <laughs> and how... Uh, you know, uh, potatoes are South American, yeah. and they and they uh, mutilated and changed and 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 um, they they formed potatoes into what they are today. Um, uh, chocolate, chocolates are yeah. very important oh, South yeah, yeah. South American ingredient, um, and coffee. Uh, you know, there's lots of really important things that come from South America. Um, so, so, and empanadas, by the way, are just amazing. But it's it's very important that what you say about the. It's a potato or Peruvians. Yeah, you used to have like 150 different types of potatoes. Yes. But then they came to 
to Europe, right? Uh, and the UK, you consume a lot of potato, a lot of chips, and so that's the important thing of not only of what each country region produce is then the connection of it. So if if a connection of, of cultures is going to change, it's going to produce something different. Mm. And most important, the, the, the connection. So if we do something here uh, for Argentinian or South American recipes in England, in Britain, so it's going to come up with something different. It's going to change. And this has happened a lot, happened a lot in, in, in England. Yeah. Uh, so that for me is, is the most important thing because uh, I try to be short here, but like empanada is a mix of indigenous people and Spanish when they came after the conquest. Oh, wow. So that that mix of culture, very opposite cultures, create a food identity by mixing the indigenous tradition and the Spanish traditions. So wow. that's how important so that, it is. Is that important? The connection between between people and cultures. So that wow. food is, is a huge manifestation. So it goes back that far? Yeah, like five, six centuries, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And if you're, you listen to this, wondering what an empanada is, think of uh, like a very small, softer Cornish pasty, but with, um, it's a different kind of flour, sort of corn, imagine corn meat yeah, or yeah. flour. Yeah, it's, it's corn, it's a different olive oils. Yeah. Uh, again, if you do like a beef empanada, you're going to use a little bit more unhealthy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, it can be from, we have one is from La Patagonia, which is uh with spinach, mushrooms, and you have yeah. uh, more, uh, yeah, like beef or chicken empanada using like rosemary or, or, or cherry tomatoes. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's very... I do wonder about Patagonia because I, I watch Bear Grylls, right? I've seen him out there and he's like, oh, this is the windiest desert in the world. There's nothing out here. You can't survive out here. And I'm thinking, people must survive in Patagonia. Surely they must have adapted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it but just... it's, it's, it's very big. So you have one side that is very like, green and mountains and lakes and the other side is like more like a frozen desert it's a but, it's not, but it's not like Siberia or something like that no. it's not that extreme but uh, and that's how that's how interesting Argentina is because you've got like hot warm yeah. climate up the north and then like this freezing cold desert yeah. at the bottom it's just yeah. uh, an interesting thing to learn and this is why I love learning about culture I'm getting really excited talking about it <laughs> um, and we went to um, in La Calera in, in, in Colombia. So it's drive out into the mountains and they have these, um, I've got pictures somewhere. Oh, I wish I could find. Um, and they're like meat shacks. I, I, that sounds really bad, but like they're just, it's just a barbecue in the middle of nowhere. And they make like local meat and they make these potatoes that you can only get in Colombia. Um, and they'll make you chorizo and, and you sit on wooden logs and you're sitting in the mountains eating local food from these like meat shack things. And it was just amazing. Just pure, just all about the food and the area around you. Do you have similar ex experiences in, in Argentina? Yes. Yes. It's, it's, that's very rustic. Yeah. It's like in the Pampas, which is like very flat. Yeah. Uh, agriculture, I guess. So you have like a barbecue, you have like a stick, a, a stick, sorry, like an iron one. So you put the whole chest of the cow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you cook it with smoke, with the, wow. yeah, it can be with wood or, or coal, like for four or five hours. But like, what? Uh, did you follow the Shropshire lad, by the way, on, on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has something similar, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so you cook like for five, six hours and... 
that makes it, the meat is like the tender you ever taste. So you're making me hungry yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you're in, in the outdoors, you're in the never-ending fields, and yeah, yeah, and you can do that in the Patagonia that you mentioned. They do the same with lambs, so you're on the mountains with fire, with logs, and so it's, it's more outdoor kind of thing, yeah. I wonder if there's any... I can't think of a, a British equivalent of of that here. We don't... Yeah. Out in the mountains. I don't think the world is going to... No. We've got the chippy. Go to the fish and chip shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are your experiences with British food, British, British cuisine? Do you like British cuisine? Um, did your did your partner introduce you to some, some British food? While you yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I do like I do like British food. I have um well it's a hard subject. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I, I like okay, so the reason why I bring this up is yeah. I think as much as I love British food because it's what I've grown up in yeah. and people may slander this, I might lose some listeners, but I think British food is bland. It's like bangers and mash and gravy, uh pie and chips or you know, uh whereas you like you go to somewhere like Italy where they're mixing the herbs and the spices. You could India, they make these amazing yeah. uh, curries and these amazing meats. And, you know, there is so much more going on around the world. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, well, that seems similar to you. So that's pretty much what I wanted to say. It's, it's, um, uh, I understand because the weather is different. So you need, it's cold, so you need like very rich and warm. Some, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I like that. It is a little bit more unhealthy if you are into that. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it's not as varied as as other food. Yeah, yeah. I've got a big shout out to Tom Bruno, my uh, my ex co host. We're on a hiatus. I think we can do still do some stuff together, but he's in Vermont, near the Canadian ah. border. And I'd be like, um, yeah, so we're having Yorkshire puddings, and he'd be like, what's a Yorkshire? No, he's very good, but he was kind of like Yorkshire puddings, and uh, so he has a go at making Yorkshire puddings. He made one for the massive one for the whole family. <laughs> right. And he said they were just, he never made them before and he ate them and he loved them. So sometimes it wins. I don't know. But um, I think food is just, it's just so important for bringing people to, together around yeah. the table to talk. But it's one thing that I like from here. Oh, right. Um, yeah. of the British food culture that are very, very open to different things. Yeah. I, I live in different places. It's not very usual. Like Italian will never have as, as much variety of or incorporate as many things are of Britain because they're very proud of their food. I guess the French as well, but British they like to incorporate different things. So I yeah. like when I speak with people, we try. So in, maybe the the British food is not as uh, varied as other ones, but by incorporating or like being open to different cuisines, yeah. they make the British food open. Like and the curry thing, that the curry now is is like more British adapted. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. Tikka masala is British dish made in Indian restaurants because they came over here and it was more palatable for British uh, consumers. So they made like a, a chicken tikka masala. Here you go. There's something nice. And a chicken tikka masala is amazing, by the way. But so is a buna. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, there are great examples of, of that. And you know what? Like what what threw my mind is literally just across the channel in Belgium. Yeah, they're eating large quantities of chips as well, but they're dolloping like. <laughs> yeah. I call it pink sauce, mayonnaise and ketchup. They have loads of different sauces, but they have the, these a huge tray of chips and they dollop loads of sauce of it. And it's literally just across the channel. They're doing that the same. And I didn't yeah. know about that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, th that's yeah. like, a, that's an, like, I'll talk about olive branches before we start recording. That's an olive branch you know, in, in, in Belgium and maybe in France because there's a very close connection and yeah, culture yeah, there. Yeah. They're doing the same things as us. Yeah, yeah. How'd you? 
You know? You never know, yeah. It's an interesting concept. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Pueblo, Artisan Foods. Um, yeah. Where do, you, where do you take the uh, the, the, the market? Because I know you travel quite a bit, don't you? Yes, yes. We... Well, I, I'll go from the beginning because when we wanted to do Pueblo, yeah. one of the things that personally I wanted to do is... What I like the most about England is the countryside. So, wanted to, if we do some, something like this, is we like to come up with a... The basis of, but we could travel, you know? Yeah. So by doing Pueblo allow us to go, go to Chester Market or we go to Match One Log or we go to Hay So we're always... To meet different locals in different areas, yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoy doing that. We we trade from Cheshire, Liverpool to to Wales to Herefordshire. So that that makes our day very different every week because mm-hmm. we go one place to another. Very nice country roads to travel so I personally really enjoy that that we always go into different places and, and you're learning about the culture here and the country and the people while they're learning about you it's symbiotic yeah it? it's, it's true yeah, yeah I, I feel now that I I get it now I get after like being all these different countries and, sp- and hearing different dialects and uh, for yeah. me it's amazing that yeah yeah because it's weird isn't it that like literally I don't know, like 30, 40 miles in that direction, the accents and the way people change, the, the acts completely changes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I can say that, that it's, it's hard for me sometimes yeah, with some accents. Yeah. Sure, yeah? Well, someone like the other day, this guy from Dudley. Dudley, <laughs> Dudley, all right. Oh, I couldn't understand a word. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it sometimes happens. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, when when um, a big shout out to Carlos, uh, my wife's uncle, when he comes over from Colombia, he can't stand talking to me because he's always he's always like slow, yeah, down. And I always thought he speaks quick because uh, the Spanish sounds quick, doesn't it? When he's yeah, it is, speaking, yeah. um, but he's like, I can't understand you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I always find that interesting, you know, because I've worked with people from all around the world, and like people in America, they, they obviously there's different accents, but not as uh, concentrated as the UK. Yeah, yeah, here it's amazing. Yeah, like last, as you say, like, I never, all right, ten miles away, so mm. different thing. Uh, so yeah, it's, well, it makes fun. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Where's um, where's where where are your favorite places to market then? Um, you know the places you really look forward to going back. The one I prefer the most, to be honest, is Shrewsbury because it's very close to. Yeah. Home, so, yeah. <laughs> or in Shrewsbury, uh, it's yeah. there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like five minutes drive. But uh, no, I do like Shrewsbury. I do like um, uh, depending on the day actually. I like going to Hemwise a long drive, but uh, I like the atmosphere there. Uh, I like um, I don't know it's, it's changed a lot because I know we went to I think it was like September, October to a little festival like organic festival in the middle of the mountain in Wales and uh, like very uh, like low key like one of the guys from a farm organized it and all local producers I really enjoyed that one mm. when it like to go through woodland and uh, so it changed a lot, yeah. It changed a lot. Some people was that the trees one, thousand trees. No, no, no. We did that one. You did that, that was one. Cool. Yeah, that was really cool too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I see. I'm exploring festivals a lot because we've been, we have been doing a lot of local festivals with. Uh, big shout out to Beth Heath and the guys from Shropshire Festivals. They do an amazing job with the food festival. You should do the food festival. 
um, in, in, in Shrewsbury. That would be wonderful. We uh, wanted to do that one. We'll ask Karen, yeah, because it's huge. But we're going to do it next year for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we've, we've done local things, but I want to branch out sort of things in Shropshire. We were talking with Ludlow about the Ludlow Fringe. We couldn't get there because it was so far. To, uh, we, but we did a bit of a spot for them. But I want to do like... Uh, festivals of different sizes because some people like the like you said the low key sort of quiet yeah. festival. Some people really like them. Some people like the massive things like festival, you know, yeah. or V festivals. So I'd like to document some of these things. Well, that'd be a great idea. We've been doing quite a lot and diverse this year. We did like the Soul Medicine one in Chastrite, and we did the uh, Ladlow Food Festival. We did the uh, I don't know this spice pepper and <laughs> so yeah, it is a, a lot of variety and a lot of offers so uh, yeah it's different crowds as well depending on what you want so uh, I think it's, it's, it's a massive thing it's, it's, it's getting massive here and uh, for all tastes and and I gotta tell you as well uh, from experience literally very recently over the last few weeks people come from all over the place to taste the food from their their country right yeah. we went to Liverpool um, we took the family to my wife's nan uh, her mom, our auntie and we all went to stay in a hotel and her uncle Pete shout out to Pete <laughs> uh, we went to the hotel and they found someone local to Liverpool that made Colombian food and they brought oh, it to right, the hotel yeah. and um <clears throat> That food was amazing. But the fact that they went to Liverpool and they were like, oh, there's somebody in Liverpool, we're going to order some Colombian food. They did. They took the opportunity and they made the most of it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, selecting your menu and things that you know people are going to want, what were the natural choices and what kind of variation of foods do you do you offer? Well, we tried to do like a, a seasonal thing. Uh, so a seasonal menu, depending on what is on, on season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that the, the product is better, let's say that. Yes, uh, that makes a lot to, of sense. Yeah, so... Get, yes, if you can get strawberries in the winter, then they're going to be like tiny little <laughs> yeah. things in blankets. <laughs> no, exactly. So in summer, you don't want to eat certain kind of thing, or you people prefer other other yeah. type of food. So uh, we we have like a, a seasonal menu. I'm always trying to be or according to, uh, to what we do, right? But... Uh, yeah, it, it changes before between winter and, and and summer menu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what what were you making? Was it just empanadas, or were there different things that you brought into the menu that have been a success? Yeah, uh, it was yeah. something that took you by surprise. That was kind of like, oh, I didn't realize this was going to be so successful. Or uh, yeah, like for example, we do this kind of. It's a sauce. It's called chimichurri. Uh, that in, in Argentina we use for beef. Yeah. Uh, so it's like uh, traditional sauce, like parsley, garlic, oregano, olive oil. Um, so we adapt that to, to the empanada. So uh, people are really into that, having the little pot of sauce. So they have the empanada and they have the, the sauce. Uh, we're also doing some like sweet stuff, uh, like uh, alfajores that with a traditional sweet from, from Argentina. Uh, so yes, and also we, we have all the, the name of the, the empanada in, in Spanish. So I like to say, oh, I, I want I wanna chimichurri. So they like to... Yeah. Say the name in Spanish. Um, uh, so yeah, yes, we we have different like sweet stuff and and sauces. Uh, so we have like a little combo there. Yeah. So this could be, is this like a signature sauce? Is this like a traditional sauce, or or is it something you've put a twist on to make it your own? Uh, we always try to put a twist. Yeah, it's yeah. more fun. Yeah, it's more fun because yeah. then you can be like, you don't get this sauce anywhere else. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm proud. Of that. The only way they do it is here. Yeah, yeah, we, we do some, some things. I remember um, I was at a, a family get together. And I, I'm sorry I keep comparing Colombia to Argentina. Mm. I'm not, this is just my South American no, experience. Please, please. But uh, we were having empanadas and um, it was a house party, very nice party. And, and, um, my wife's cousin, um, Jimena, she's amazing, but she's absolutely bonkers. And she comes up to me, she's like, you need to try this sauce. I was reading, you know, she pours this sauce onto the thing and I scoop up this sauce. I put the empanada in my mouth and I nearly die. This mm. sauce is like the hottest thing I've ever, I, I've got the hottest chili sauce literally in the world, in my cupboard right now. <laughs> right. Um, that was fine. This blew my face <laughs> off. Um, uh, South Americans like their spices. Don't they? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, to be honest in, 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 in Argentinian food, or it's, it's not that spicy. So that's something that we needed to adapt. We need to have British people like like a kick. Yeah. So on certain recipes, we needed to give them that kick. Yeah. Uh, so that's something that, something that we we incorporate a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, we. This is something I've learned recently. Is that I always stayed away from hot foods, right? Spicy yeah. foods. Um, I don't know what it was. I just I, I didn't see the appeal of burning your face to, to bits whilst in, enjoying food. However, we did a hot wing quiz. We've done two. We need to do a third one, really, because America won the first one, and then the UK did the... the, the we won the, the second one. But we did a hot wing quiz. Right? We got okay. someone to bring us questions, and we had Team America and Team UK doing it at the same time. Yeah. And we had 12 uh, wings that were all going up in, in, in spiciness, uh, right, yeah, of the Scoville right. units. Yeah. Um, and I, I realised I like spicy food. <laughs> I like it, seriously. Um, so I'm trying new foods. Um, so I might be inclined to try some of your sauce just to, just to see how I feel, you know? Yeah, so uh, you have to give me a shout. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring anything to the actual issue. No, it's fine, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. Um, I, I was, I mean, you were at the market quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and now I know you're in Shrewsbury. Yeah, I can yeah, come yeah. knocking around. Where's that sauce? Give me some of that sauce. Don't worry, it'll be on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there something that you, you, you've you tried to sort of um, bring to... Uh, the British consumer that they just won't take. You you can't seem to. Um, um, to be fair, no, not really. They're really no? where. What's part of the gamble? Like as I was speaking in the beginning to bring something that's not. Uh, it's not in shop show in this area, and they're really open to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they they, they like to try different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no. No recipes, no food that we say no. Nobody's eating this, mm. and. Which is great, yeah. What about um, uh, fusion? Is there something you can fuse Colombian food with? I mean, I know fusion is quite popular yeah. in some restaurants and some uh, food places, but well, um, we 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 try that, like especially with Colombian food, like arepas, for example, mm. because a lot of people is gluten free. So mm. by having like corn flour, yeah. you allow that to happen. But. Uh, in our case, we really like arepas, and it's, it's still empanadas, and it's a manifestation of South yeah. America, but yeah. it's fried. So it's a whole different process to fry it. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and it's not the same taste if you don't, like, fry it right away. Yeah. And it's complex to fry it on a market stall. It's, it's, not it a, compli- it's a bit like egg, isn't it? You know, you can put egg in a cake. You can yeah. do a million things with egg. With this corn flour, it's not corn flour, it's flour, it's corn that's turned into flour. Yeah. You but wait, I'm, I'm, that's my my least. I, I want that's something I, I which is a shock, right? Because the way I explain, it, my wife, right, I'll be sat here, I'll whip over my laptop. She'll be like, "Are they pass?" And I'll be like, "Yes, I love are they pass with a bit of cheese, a bit of salt, amazing, right?" She has it with jam. She has it like the yeah, because yeah, I know this is the thing as well. Palettes. I'll come on to that in a second. But <laughs> 
Um, um, and uh, I love early pass. And I compare it almost, almost, uh, people may be like, what are you doing? I almost compare it to a crumpet. And this is going to sound weird. British crumpets and or English muffins, if you want to call it that in America. Uh, <laughs> they have a similar kind of texture. They don't taste the same, but they kind of feel the same. Um, and you can do anything with early pass. You can have it sweet. You can have it savoury. You can have it big, small, a bit like pancake shape. Yeah, that's a, the, the good thing of the early pass is the empanadas, in, in particular that that was food um, a working class used to, to make. So you can adapt. It's very adaptable. You can do yeah. whatever you want. Mm. Uh, so empanada, the meaning in Spanish is between two breads. That's what it means in Spanish. Then the, the, the meaning keeps changing in the sense that what you put in, in into that two bread, but uh, so you can do whatever you want. Any type of dough you can do with a uh, a spinach pastry. You can do a, a pumpkin pastry. So you can yeah. do whatever you want depending of. Uh, and customer. one thing I'll always say is um, I'll always try something once. I'll always try it with food. Um, yeah. I don't do egg and I don't do fish. That's it. That's that. They're the main things I don't like. Um, but they had. Um, <laughs> there's a few things that I just like. I tried. I tried it, and I, one is, uh, and this is Colombia, of course. I'm sorry, uh, but um, putting cheese inside uh, hot chocolate. I don't know if you guys do that in Argentina. No, no, no thank, that, thank God, no, thank God, no, right? Because I'm sure people in Colombia love that. I was just like, "Cheese!" My wife's probably listening to this. Nothing. I'm going to slap him at the back of the head. Um, the other one was they had this uh, this meat and vegetables, and it's uh, it's got I think it's got um, arepas as well in in it, and it's cooked with banana leaves. I think it's steamed, and then you open it, and it's it was just a uh, what's it called? Tamal. Ah, tamal. Yeah, yeah, I love tamal. Yeah, tamal. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Tamal, See, yeah. uh, this well, is this is my ignorance. It's yeah. Just this thing in banana leaves. And no, just but steam- <laughs> I remember being in Brazil. When I was younger, and have like a, a dessert pizza, which is like a pizza dough with ice cream, I was there. Well, why am I going to put ice cream on a pizza dough? And they used to love that. Instead of having just plain ice cream, they have it with like pastry. For me, it was very strange, like a pizza mm. dough. Um, but yeah, they love it there. So it's just you know. It's, it's it really does interest me, and the reason why I bring that up is not to be like, oh my god, they do these terrible things in Colombia. But there are different taste palettes. There are different taste. That you guys in South America are so much you're more used to different yeah. things than what we are. Um, I remember I don't know if this is a South American <clears throat> thing or just a, a culinary thing, but uh, my mother-in-law put strawberries in a salad, and I was like, strawberries, and so you're going to put a sweet, a fruit, a very sweet fruit in with a savory salad with feta cheese and. It, it turned out it was amazing. Yeah. Mixing sweet with savory is just my egg exploded. Well, that's, that's that's amazing because I think food, like anything in life, is about trying different things. You can't, yeah, of course, without you try, without even creating new things. That's a beautiful it. So uh, it just open up your mind. So, and, and if you if you try, if you vary a thing, at least you're not. I don't like that, but I don't like that, but I do like that, and. Mm. Uh, you can grow in in certain sense by uh, by experiencing different things. Yes, 
especially with food and getting together. I'd love to, you know, invite you guys around and we can have some South American food or something. Yeah, that would be really nice. The meals together, so yeah. Yeah, that would be really good. You bring some things, we'll cook some things. That would be really, really nice. Because I want to do that. I want to I want to find, uh, you know, sort of friends from around the world to experience different food experience. I went to um, a big shout out to, I guess, big shout out. Was this the radio? But my friend Raj from years ago, uh, he's from India, um, and he invited me and my wife around to have curry with him yeah. and um and his friends and i've got to tell you this curry was the hottest thing in the planet uh, it was so spicy but it was wonderful at the same time it tasted amazing mm-hmm. and um he was like don't be shocked to see us eating with our hands because we don't use knives and forks in india and i was like okay so they were scooping up food with with the hands and eating it. I thought, that's how they eat that's just normal indian food is meant to be eaten with your hands uh, yeah. well, okay um that's why they do papa dumps and um, brentas and stuff and so i joined in and it was just an amazing experience and again that's just a culture thing isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. i think africa they do the same yeah yeah it's, um, yeah yeah it's a, always a first reaction like well it's like a little bit of shock but then you say ah, okay they do it like that cool yeah it's a whole different way yeah yeah, palates and culture changes with food. It's fantastic. What's the goal with uh, with Pablo then? Are you are you happy doing the market thing, or is there a goal to maybe open up a, a restaurant or something eventually? Well, there there are different goals. To keep uh, when you, for us when you have like we have like a plan, but we're always open to what can happen. Uh, change you yeah, know yeah change. Uh, so flip the script yeah like because <laughs> life is like that and you can say i want to do that but then stuff happen you know and, and change uh we're really happy with the markets but what we want to in- incorporate more because it's polo artists and food and arts and craft which means that we wanted to in a way uh incorporate not only the food but the the creative manifestation of a uh, of the people in Argentina and South America, which means uh, working with their craft. So that's something that we really like to incorporate, bringing things from indigenous people or from the what we call pueblos originarios, which is handcrafted, made by yes. people. Yeah, from not the, a machine. From the, the yeah. indigenous, the tribe with their name, like ancestral things. Yes. So imagine, like a bowl that was the type of bowl that was used five centuries ago. To eat this kind of food, yeah. So that's something I want to incorporate the, the the food and the craft manifestation. That's something I really, really like because uh, nobody knows about that here. Uh, nobody knows what kind of patterns they use, what kind of which is all connected with the food as well. Uh, so the artsy thing uh, of the Argentina, South America, is something that we want to show as well. That's my our close goal. Yeah. Then restaurant i don't see myself in a restaurant i like the market as well but uh could could be a place with uh yeah i mean like there, there are certain places that just become an absolute hit aren't they you know empanadas are just a, a very practical food aren't they because yeah. you can just take them as you go yeah, yeah you can dip them in sauce you can put them in a salad you can you can do all sorts with them you know i can imagine you guys on, on, on pride hill yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grab some empanadas on the way to work, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the way to school. Um. It's, it's an idea. It's an idea. We also like, like in in, in Chusri to work uh, with different places. That's what we are in talks now to 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 do something in common with with other places, like yeah, uh, yeah. intervene a, a place with not only the food, with with a, a food experience, with with the music, with uh, 
with audio, with visuals. That's something that we're working on it to. Oh, I'd love to help with that. Yeah, that's that, yeah. That's we're planning for for next year to do that. And that, I don't know. Last last year we went to Shutri School. We did like a presentation in Spanish with the food with all the kids. Uh, we do that that's kind good. of things. We do that kind of things that we aside of. It's part of business, but. Uh, more like a social thing. Well, you're in the land of collaboration. You know, I was just listening back to uh, our mine and Alexander Westwood's trip on the Sabrina boat. We did the the, the ghost tour, and I was I was, we was talking to uh, to a member of the staff in there. And he was talking about you know collaborating with different companies. You know, they work with Glue Glue, who give them wine, and yeah, then they can talk, yeah. tell people about Glue Glue, and then they'll go buy the wine from Glue Glue. You know, it kind of these collaborations do happen. I think you'd work really well with Adam Pinnell, the Shropshire lad, because he likes his beef and his meat and he loves learning about new ways of cooking. And he does these like showcases where he, show, he cooks with people. Okay. Imagine an Argentinian spin on that. Oh, he some, can, I would love to try his, his steak, to be honest. I, I follow him on, on Instagram. So his food's just yeah. dirty, isn't it? Yeah, Great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> his yeah, greasy, yeah. dirty food. Like and it's that. fantastic. A uh, big shout out to him. Yeah, I know he's been very, very busy lately. He's been a bit... It's done a bit too much. We've got a lot in common with that. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm going to do this, 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 and then crash. Um, have you got to do that? You know, because I know a creative mind, cooking, making these things. Have you got to watch that you don't burn yourself out because you're working too hard? Uh, well, it, it, it happened. It always happened when you're in the kitchen. Uh, you sometimes like you, you've been doing it for so long, so you, you know how to do it, but that doesn't mean that you need to be. You need to be careful. Yes, uh, you course. don't have. You have just to, go on um, yeah, auto like carrying, drive. Yeah, if you're like carrying an onion, you can't be like. <laughs> no, you need to finger. You need to, yeah. yeah, you need to look out. But it happens like a couple open burns and kind of things. Yeah, there's nothing worse than being in the kitchen with a chef and they hot ha, hand you something hot, and you're like, oh, oh, oh and they're like, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get used to it, don't you? You get yeah. used to pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think what you what you do is fantastic because you are bringing like you are bringing culture and a different like like I said like that I've never heard of Argentinian food or, or even Colombian food being sold in in Shrewsbury to be honest. Um, so I'm really glad that you're bringing that. Um, Thank you. I'm I'm an honorary Colombian. I gotta say I've been there a few times. They they, they know who I am, you know. Uh, and so and South America is it is a different culture. We were talking about. Um, did you have a culture shock when you first came here? Uh, when you witnessed like f- British families and how they sort of interact with each other? Yes, yes. I it, w- it wasn't a shock because my my, my wife is, yeah. is is English, so I she kind of prepared I, yeah. you for that. She was like, <laughs> yeah. "When you, yeah, <laughs> yeah." But uh, it was it was different. Like the way speaking about food, for example, the way you eat. You, know, you have dinner at the table. For us in Argentina, we stay till I don't know, midnight sometimes. Like after the after dinner is very long. Ah, so you sit so and have you, a glass of wine and a talk. And yeah, so you chat and you're just speaking. And uh, so it's, it's very long. The process uh, of of eating, like, you take it seriously. You you sit down, you have a proper meal. It's not like you have a sandwich and you go. So when I came to England, I was with my in-laws. It's very normal in, in having lunch, just a sandwich, a cup of tea, and then... No, every time in Argentina have lunch, you sit down with a plate and you chat. Everything is longer. Yeah. It takes you you just take your time for everything. And you I don't know, I guess in in a, in a way you the social aspect is is, is very important. It's more it's, I feel it's much more interaction in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and yeah, that that was that was different. I think that's 
I think that's a massive understatement in the way that I say to people, like everything's, when it comes to interaction across the family, from what I've experienced, you know, maybe I'm, I, other people have experienced different things, but it's just slower. It's <laughs> yeah. just nicer. And, you know, there's one of the the examples I give is we went to my wife's nan's birthday party, right? And it's, uh, there's loads of people there and we had to go. And we couldn't just go, right, See you later, guys. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. We had to say goodbye to everybody, everybody individually. I think I kissed like 60 women that, <laughs> on the cheek. Uh, he was just nuts. Like, yeah. You can't just do that. And that, I like that. I like that you take a bit of time just to, yeah. like I said, the social aspect. Well, you, you mentioned something like the, the, the kiss on, on the cheek is something that uh, we always do. You always kiss like much more like hugging and touching. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's different as well. Yeah, yeah. So if you're an, an, an introvert, that's that's just a nightmare uh, for you. <laughs> Don't touch your, me! Don't touch me! It's yeah. not your place to be now. No, no, no. Yeah, but, um, and uh, when when are you guys looking for? Are you going back at any time, Argentina? Are you going to go back and see your family? Have you been uh, back? I mean, how does that? How often does that happen? Yeah, I've been. We've been in in February, March. The yeah. idea is like to to come back uh, hopefully next year. Uh, Again, this this things that we're working because the idea is, is to to connect like being in England and working in also in connection with Argentina. Yeah. So we we need to go back to 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 work with this uh, with these groups. There are cooperatives. Yeah. So we want to get some inspiration and learn some new, new yeah. techniques. And also give them a hand as well. It's like mm. when you work in connection or cooperative with someone, like you help each other. So if I work with local producer in Shropshire or with uh, indigenous in Argentina, it's like we all, it's like a chain, we all help each other. Yeah, I buy from you, your craft, I sell it, uh, all reasonable, we all, it's like Work, good chain, networking. Working, networking and then we chop shows. So yeah, we, we, we have to go to Argentina to uh, to establish connection with, with them. So we, that's something that at least once a year we, we try to do, yeah. Amazing, uh, amazing. Um, yeah, this is this is something good, and I, I really do like it. And what what have been the biggest? I think I haven't asked this yet. What have been the biggest challenges for you two for for doing this? I mean, um, has it been a hurdle that you've you found really difficult to get over um, since starting the business? Um, think about it. Um, well, I guess a certain. Uh, The economy nowadays, like Brit Britain is... I didn't want to bring that up, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, in a way that British people is not used to inflation. Inflation. Yeah. Uh, we are used to in, in South America. Like huge jumps in inflation. Yeah, you have like 10 good years and the three or four not that good. So, so we are used to inflation and not to handle that inflation. And the customer knows that. Yeah. But what my... And I don't know that much, but what I I've been seeing is that people are not used to that, so their their consumer habits are different, and they can be more scared uh, yeah. about that. So it's 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 also an, uh, I think that the the people are you need to adapt what you're gonna your costs, what you're gonna charge for that to be uh, to keep as, up, uh, yeah, and be fair as well for them and and for you. So yeah, that's something that. Uh, it's not a mass, massive issue, but uh, yeah, we, we, or at least I am not used to trying to try to learn about it. And in the last two years, <laughs> things have changed an awful lot, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, things uh, switch and changing all the time. I hope things get a lot easier because 
you know, I know there are people struggling out there. You know, there are going to be you know companies that will just be obliterated by the, the, these changes in in the economy. Um, so you know, I, I just hope things do get a bit easier for people because um, it is difficult. But the fact that you're looking to adapt and you're looking to change those things shows that you've got you got a fighting spirit. So no, no, for sure, yes. Yeah. When you are from South America, you you grew up with a fighting spirit. Yeah. So you you need to always like try go to the street to fight or to say it's yeah. always something always something happening so you need to that's what there's a, there's a lot of passion there so especially politically um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot about that yeah 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 in south america yeah. uh, an awful lot um what is your favorite thing about shropshire at the moment like because away from away from the business uh, you've now got to create your own hobbies, your own friendships, and you you got to go and do your own things. When you're not thinking about food uh, and, and the business, what do you like to go and do in Shropshire? What do you enjoy? Um, well, the thing we, we like the most as, as a couple, uh, including my wife, because we tend to do that a lot, is like we, we like the the landscape. We really like the landscape. We, yeah, we something like enjoy the most is like a good Shropshire summer and... Uh, even though it rains a lot, it's very green. Yes. So because it rains a lot, it's that green that every time I, oh, I just in English, if it's a little bit sunny, I go out and it's just, just, it's just amazing to, to be in it, you know, like walking and that's something really. We're very lucky because we got, we got the Rebrook just, just by here, which yeah. is really nice, the rivers and the summer walks and stuff, which is just a small little piece of Shropshire. It's very small, but just to, just to show that, even in that small bit of that small bit of green there, you can really just spend the day there just chilling. Um, but then you got all these amazing walks around Shropshire, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it really is wonderful. No, and that is, is um, I know I'm, I'm lucky to be here because you have a a lot of you are surrounded by nature, and it's not very very common. Yeah. always nice uh, well you know thank you so much for, for coming to chat to me today it has actually been really nice chatting to you about this because um, oh, I've been I've been trying to bring a, a South American connection to, to the show for a while people are rolling their eyes now stop it right and they listen to the show but like it is important to me because it's important to my wife you know we're, we're, we do this thing together and um, I, I really do appreciate that can you tell people, can, can you do online orders and things like that, or is it just face-to-face? No, or? yeah, it's online orders, the, the web pages, I'm going to do a little uh, advertisement here. Uh, uh, but, please do, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why I brought you. Uh, it's Pueblo Artists and Food and Arts, you can follow us in, on Instagram, or uh, that's our web page as well. Um, otherwise, just send a message or email if you want to, all the South Americans up there in Shrewsbury, or anybody that have Shrewsbury you want to do, uh, and get together and do something. We're always up to new new ideas and new connections. So, uh, well, we've got we've got the South American family here. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll. I'm sure we can organise something. That'd be really <laughs> yeah. nice, especially in the summer when things get nicer again. I know we're just entering winter now, but um, we can definitely definitely do that. Um, well, I would love to. That would, that's something that we're always here on the streets on the markets. Uh, people from all over the place and. So oh, we could do something now, dancing with empanadas. Yeah, we're always up for that. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've never tried an empanada before, please try that. Um, 
they're they're wonderful. They really are they're our favourite. Um, but thank you so much for for joining me. It's no, been really nice, Alex. Thank for for having him here. It was a pleasure. No, it's really good. Uh, thank you guys for for tuning in. Um, uh, things are, are changing very quickly over here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit. You know, um, we've got a huge increase in listenership. Um, so I'm trying to bring in things that can help our infrastructure. This is a CIC. I don't. It's a non-for-profit company. I'm not in it to make the money. I'm in it because I love doing what I do and promoting this fine town. But we are going to start bringing up advertisements into the show. Just very subtle reminders of the of the great um, you know independent art uh, artists, maybe uh, business owners. Um, but you know, uh, a lot of podcasts. If if you listen to podcasts, they'll be like uh, they'll do like MeUndies or Manscaped is the new one now, or these these crazy companies that are just big, huge conglomerates, and we're not interested in that. We want to advertise local grassroots companies, uh, businesses, events, charities, anything that you want to do. Uh, there is a I'm gonna I got I put together a, a, a presentation with uh, uh, three tiers of advertising. It's cheap, 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 cheap. Our lowest tier is actually. £25 an episode, which is really, really cheap. So if you want to get involved with the Shoes Your Biscuit, uh, please get in touch. Every single penny goes back into the show to uh, recharge our equipment or to, to uh, we're looking for, a, I want a studio in town. I'd love to have a studio in town. How amazing would that be? Biscuit Studios, you know. So we, we, we're always looking to build the show. So if you want to get involved, please, please, please get in touch. Um, Banker, thank you so much for, for joining us. It's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time on the Shoes of Biscuit. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> press the wrong button. <laughs> that's really... I'm going to press the right one. I'm going to leave that in because that's hilarious. I've got like nine buttons here with sound effects and, I, and my finger slipped. So here we go. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs>